Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review, where each week I review the Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Um, I am like the news is to current events and current events being Joe's show. I have no affiliation, but I report on what I hear, uh, things that I find interesting, um, extra, other questions that I had, things that were confusing, and um, often I have guests on. And they will be fans of Rogan and they'll talk about things that they loved about whichever episode we're discussing as well. And just generally, you know, how this podcast, you know, may have helped improve their lives in some way. Um, I really do feel like this Joe Rogan's podcast is more than just, you know, kind of like a late night talk show type setup. It's, uh, it's an important educational tool that's really very entertaining. Um, and uh, so there we go. And talking about things that confuse the hell out of me, one of Joe's very close friends, Eric Weinstein, uh, in podcast 1203, came on. They got into discussing some things, and very quickly it became one of the more complicated podcasts to follow um, ever. But still fascinating. And it's just a great reminder that anytime you think that you know anything, there are way smarter people out there. Uh, another shout out too. Uh, thank you all for subscribing and uh, uh, being a part of this. I really appreciate it. Uh, I do a lot of these podcasts um, because Joe's always pumping out material. So I've always got something to review. Um, I love doing it. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to have um, some new mics soon and some intro music and some... Um, Things are going to change and, and hopefully sound a little better and a little more professional. But uh, thanks for sticking in with me in these early days. Uh, much appreciated. So back to Eric Weinstein's conversation with, with Joe Rogan. Um, Eric starts off, he's, he's a, a biologist, used to work at a university, um, and, and, um, and now uh, it just really goes on speaking tours, and uh, I believe has a podcast and some other things. Fascinating guy. Uh, definitely worth checking him out. Uh, he says that biology doesn't care about your feelings, which is a cool thing, because basically what it's saying is there's the truth, the facts of what life is doing, and then there's what we think is happening. And, uh, um, you know, biology just tries to show the truth. And uh, Eric quickly jumps on to Dan Bilzerian's um, Instagram, uh, talking, uh, really giving the example of what a life of absolute excess can do. And uh, if you follow Dan Bilzerian on Instagram, which you should, because he's hilarious, dude. That I mean, not in a comical way, more so in the uh, bowling out of control type way. But um, um, yeah, I mean, he's. He's like honest vice telling is how they put it. And uh, basically what that's me mean, what that means is even if he has his vices, he's truthful about it. He would truthfully say, you know, I do this, I love hot chicks, I love gambling, I love shooting guns and bowling out of control, um, smoking weed and, and doing it, but at least he doesn't hide that from himself and anyone else, and there's it's something important about that um <clears throat> then he moves on to the idea of 
you know, when men give each other shit, they, they, they kind of pick on each other, they bully each other, when they're giving each other a hard time, it creates close and strong bonds. So creating a world where everyone's super nice to each other all the time, it's almost like these things get misconstrued. At least in my work, we got guys there that we're always busting each other's balls, but we care about each other a lot and it actually brings us closer. It's the ones that can't laugh and give it back that that uh, a hard, really is harder to like make close friendships with in a lot of ways. Um, you know, people get defensive. I guess it's that you need to know that you can count on somebody. So if you can give them a hard time and they can take it like a man without getting too upset, then you know that they're strong. They're strong enough. They can, they can, you know, they can, they have your back, right? Um, and, and this is the problem. People are stepping away from these conflict conversations and uh, they're getting too soft and in a lot of ways too sensitive. So... This is seeing a lot of this in the universities now, young kids coming up, this uh, expression snowflakes being used. Um, it, it, it's just kind of, it's kind of like those sorts of things. Uh, we got to toughen up out there, I think. Uh, you, you, you have to do that. Uh, then they start talking about UFC. Um, Joe, of course, knows everything that can be known about it. And uh, they were talking about wearing a tie. Eric's talking about wearing a tie, how he doesn't really like to do it, and Joe doesn't wear ties or suits. And then he immediately brought up, well, yeah, because a tie is something that's super easy to kill someone with. You grab a hold of it, you just choke them out. And he was saying the same thing about a leather jacket as well. Like a leather jacket is a great thing to get a hold of for a judo guy. You can just throw it over your head, and uh, you can hit him with the world. And Eric finds this way of seeing things quite funny because obviously he's not in this like threat management stage state all the time you know he's more of an academic whereas joe joe was trained to be a fighter he thinks about this he thinks about uh attacking and, and all the rest of it um then the podcast took a different spin and they start talking about things like gauge symmetry and there's an image online called planet hop h-o-p-f it's like a three spherical image and uh, it was invented by the world's most successful headphone manager and the world's best particle physicist they both came up with this like um kind of the design image thing and uh, it shows all like the countries in the world in a map but then it also makes spheres out of all of them and uh gauge uses like a custom level so they give the example of when you're measuring the height of Everest, you do it from sea level, but sea level can change. And there's no sea around Everest as well. So we just pick this point. And, um, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like a measuring rise over run issue. Now, I'm explaining this like I have any fucking clue what they were talking about. No idea. I listened to this podcast twice and it's a long one. It was so hard to understand. I mean, it's kind of interesting in the sense of I mean don't get me wrong the podcast was fascinating but it's but it's like you can gauge something from what they're talking about like Eric starts to then talk about the universe is expanding so the infinite universe is getting more infinite is what Joe said which is hilarious because that's no way of speaking but then they're just explaining that the spaces between these segments of the universe 
get larger. And I'm like, what the hell does any of that mean? Joe is the same way. Joe didn't really have a clue uh, what was going on. They jump into quantum mechanics and they talk about how quantum mechanics is just oftentimes a lot of bad questions. That's why there's always those probability issues. Um, so my basic understanding of quantum mechanics is like things can appear in one place, but also in another. And Eric says that it has more to do with asking bad questions, right? So they, they're just kind of not understanding how to answer these questions. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, he was just way too, way too uh, smart for me in, in so many levels. I mean, it, he made a cool example, though. He kind of like described magic mushrooms or hallucinogenics as a way to get into like the square roots of reality. Like you can see more into the universe or into the reality we live in through doing math and working into these other dimensions and kind of um, string theory and all the rest of it. And that was pretty cool. That was pretty fascinating. It was like a cool way of describing it. Yeah. Who knows if I understand it any better, but like the poetry of that is kind of nice. Um, <clears throat> then the podcast calms down a little bit. Joe talks about how his uh, chicken coop burnt down and his uh, chickens now have PTSD. Uh, Joe is also missing rabbit, probably got killed. And then they jump on to, and this was all because uh, he was evacuated from his house because of the LA fires. There were some big fires uh, in the hills here because um, uh, I live close. And uh, yeah, these fires were terrible. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess he had some burning. His house is fine though, and, and, and he should be able to get back home fairly soon. Then they start to jump into different types of life. Creatures in the ocean, massive symbiotic life down there. There's this huge worm thing they were looking at. It's made up of hundreds of thousands of different creatures. Uh, and it basically is like alien life. Uh, they talk a bit about deers with fangs. They call it uh, vampire deer. Definitely Google that if you've never seen them. Really cool. Um, it's just one of those things that uh, is, is just kind of looks ridiculous almost photoshopped when you see it but um that's kind of it then uh they jump into jordan peterson and kind of where he's going and his battles with people uh they don't pick joe for these arguments that jordan peterson gets into uh, jordan peterson obviously the psychologist that's very good friends with both these guys they don't pick joe because he doesn't have the the titles behind his name and the, and the qualifications but jordan does and he's working constantly to perfect his art to attack these people that want to stifle free speech and he wants to talk about how ridiculous it is so they throw out these valiant warriors to die at his sword is a way that joe puts it which i thought is beautiful um and then they get on to just the whole idea of these podcasts and what they do and what they mean and what kind of guests he could have and they talk about stephen colbert and, and joe said he could do it but he probably won't because of the whole, he's a big supporter. Stephen Colbert is a big supporter of the Catholic Church. And if he's on Rogan, talking to Rogan for hours, they're going to bring it up. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be difficult. It's almost like it's a velvet coffin, the, the, the night shows that they have. Because they make so much money, but you're there to die. You can't go anywhere else. He did talk about how Bill Meyer was on, uh, was much better on Sam Harris than on his own show. Um, I listened to that podcast. It was it, fascinating. Um, Sam Harris really brought out the best 
in Bill Meyer. And Meyer's such a great guy to listen to, but he has a lot more freedom because he's on HBO. I think it would be really cool to have some of these late night guests on Rogan to give them three hours to really just show themselves and also to kind of set the standard that it's okay to have opinions that are yours um, that don't necessarily reflect the network and you don't get held accountable for it. But uh, anyway, check out the conversation with Eric uh, Weinstein and Joe Rogan. See if you can make any more sense of it uh, than I could when it came to the physics and the math. But it's fascinating stuff and a really cool guest to have on. Thank you guys for listening and there'll be more soon. Peace.